Hello and welcome to the Crying Burns Calories podcast. I'm your host, Katie Saltzman, personal trainer, nutrition coach, entrepreneur, creator, and expert in teaching women how to take back control of their health, their mindset, and their happiness. Most of you know me as a nutrition coach, but this podcast and this platform is going to be so much more. This is a place where I want to be able to talk about it all. Yes, of course, health and fitness, but also relationships, social media, adulting, hormones, just life. I want this podcast to cover all the ups and downs, and I want you to know that you're not alone. Ultimately, I'm here to give you the confidence to break through what's holding you back, to embrace who you fully are and show up authentically in life. Because life is messy, it's not perfect and it's not meant to be. So grab your wine, a drink, or if you're like me, that chocolate or that ice cream, because it's time to take our stories and the things we go through and make them our superpower. It's time to laugh, cry, learn, and understand that we are all in this together. So let's dive in. I want to start this episode off by saying that my love for coffee runs so deep. 100%. I the fact that I'm recording an episode on how I had to give up coffee, it actually stings a little bit. It's a it's a little painful for me to record because I truly love coffee. However, I did not practice caffeine intake in moderation and it 100% got the best of me. If you're somebody that struggles with higher stress and higher anxiety, but you also consume a lot of caffeine, um, I'm not going to tell you by any means you have to give it up in this episode. I just want to tell you my experience with it, why I had to give it up. And sometimes it can create a stress response in your body. It can make anxiety a lot worse. So if you're an anxious person that's consuming a lot of caffeine and noticing your anxiety is not getting better, it's increasingly getting worse, this episode might be interesting to you. I didn't even start drinking coffee till my mid-20s. Before that, I didn't really need it. It was actually when I started to become a morning trainer, an AM trainer, and I was at the gym at like 5.30, 6 a.m. There is nothing better. If you're a trainer, you know what I mean. There's nothing better than when you're at the gym that early and you have that coffee in your hand and you're training your client. It's like, it's necessary. It's like part of your uniform. You have to have this coffee in your hand because it just makes everything so much better. But that was when I really started drinking coffee. And that was when my addiction to Starbucks probably started as well. I I was a Starbucks girl through and through. Not only did I get addicted to coffee, but like Starbucks is expensive. Like that is that is saving me a lot of money a month right there. But it is worth it. If you're a Tim Hortons or Dunkin' Donuts person, I don't know. I've never got on that train. I can't relate to you. Starbucks, let me tell you my order. I'm going to tell you my order because it's I miss it that much. It is a grande almond milk latte with one pump of sugar-free vanilla and one stevia. Sometimes two pumps of sugar-free vanilla. It is so good. It's not too sweet. If you go to like four or five pumps, it gets way too sweet. It's like the almond milk just the right amount of sweetness, the espresso. I'll still get that order half decaf and have it every once in a while. But um, for now, for the most part, I don't have it anymore. But that was my Starbucks order. Try it. 
thank me later, leave a review, thank me and leave a review. Um, but okay, so let's circle back to how I got highly addicted to coffee. It's very easy. I mean, I'm such a go, go, go person. Like I am always wanting to be doing something. I have trouble sitting still. This has just sort of been who I am as a person. I always want to be accomplishing things and it can get the best of me because I need to sit still and I need to chill out. My stress and anxiety just in general, because that's how I function, is always a little bit higher. And then when you take caffeine and you add that in and caffeine in, I would say, larger amounts, because as you start drinking coffee, it's not like you stick to one cup a day. By the way, one cup a day is so much smaller than we think. When they say one cup of coffee, it is like a third of most of our cups of coffee. So when people say they're drinking one cup, typically they're drinking two to three actual cups of coffee. It's just in a big ass coffee mug. So they're like, yeah, I'm just having one, but we're not just having one. But the more you drink coffee, the more you crave it and want it, you have to have it. But typically, the more you start to drink it and you start to let it sneak in maybe a little bit at lunch or in the afternoon when you have a dip in the afternoon, and then it really can start to affect the way you function, being able to come down from that caffeine, and then also being able to get to sleep at night. Caffeine affects people really different, and it depends on how quickly your body can metabolize and absorb it, but it's... it's either going to last anywhere from two hours to 12 hours, depending on the individual and depending on how much the caffeine affects you. For me, I was highly sensitive to it and didn't realize it. My body had built up a tolerance, but I truly didn't realize how much it was affecting me. And when you are somebody that deals with anxiety, that deals with high stress, your cortisol levels are already high. When your cortisol levels are high, your body's in this like fight and flight response already. And when you do that and you add caffeine in, not only does caffeine give you this like adrenaline pump where it's like this temporary boost, but it also increases your body's levels of cortisol. And if you are somebody that already has high levels of cortisol, that can be detrimental not only to your health, but also to your anxiety because you feel like you are in this like fight or flight all the time. So it increases anxiety. It can increase anxiety attacks, which I was finding. Like this really, this really came to a head last year for me. And a lot of it was what I was going through in life. Like I went through so many life changes last year and it was a lot to handle mentally, physically, and emotionally. And I put my life into my business. I sort of put that stuff on the back burner. And because of that, it was like this constant hustle. It was really just stress on top of stress. And I, I'm finding that a lot of people, no matter what you went through last year, like we've had so many shifts and so many pivots and COVID brought so much stress and anxiety to people's lives. And a lot of people that hadn't dealt with stress or anxiety before. So I think in general, we're dealing with a population that has higher cortisol, that has higher stress and anxiety because of what we've been through the last couple of years. But if you're somebody that deals with it in general, it tends to be heightened. So you take that and you add caffeine on top of that. And all of a sudden, it's sort of a recipe for disaster to where you're stressed all the time your body is having trouble coming down from that because your caffeine is triggering that. 
but you keep drinking caffeine because your body's sort of addicted to it. It feels like it needs it. It gets that temporary adrenaline bump, but then after that high comes a low and you start to feel fatigued and you can feel depressed and like completely counteract the effects of the caffeine that you want. But for me, what I was having trouble coming down from was was getting my cortisol levels low, coming down from my anxiety. It was lasting almost all day and it was starting to affect my sleep at night. And then I even started to cut back to say like, okay, I'm not gonna drink caffeine past 10 a.m. because I need to be able to sleep tonight. And I started to realize it was just affecting me so much that it wasn't even, for me, it wasn't even like, hey, my body you know, isn't metabolizing it or I, I needed to stop earlier. I needed to just stop caffeine altogether because it had gotten so bad. And this is not something that I ever thought I would give up. I had a lot of people suggest it to me. And the one who brought it to my closest attention was my friend Brooke because she went through a similar thing. She also struggles with like anxiety and a little bit higher stress. And she was like, Katie, you have to limit your caffeine or you have to like really think about cutting caffeine out. And I was like, Brooke, that's absolutely never going to happen. Like, you're crazy. I'm not somebody that needs to cut caffeine out. I just need to manage my anxiety better. But I didn't realize that my anxiety was being triggered every single day by the amount of caffeine that I was drinking because it causes that cortisol spike in your body. And my body was already having trouble managing the amount of stress and cortisol that I already had. It was already elevated and not coming down throughout the day. And then I was bumping it up with caffeine day after day after day to where I didn't feel like myself. I wasn't functioning like myself. I'm like, who is this anxious person that's worried about everything and that can't just chill out and can't relax. Like I don't even recognize this person. And I'm not relating all of that to caffeine. I'm relating it to a lot of life changes, but I am saying caffeine was making it worse. And it was not an easy thing to cut out. I didn't cut it out overnight. I started to lessen my caffeine consumption. Um, like I would say drastically lessen it, probably cut it in half. And then I just started to slowly lean myself off of it did half decaf. So I wasn't someone that cut it out cold turkey completely. So I didn't have these big, massive side effects. But I would say for the first week off of caffeine completely, um, where I had totally cut it out, I definitely noticed energy levels low. I definitely noticed a dip. Um, Wasn't functioning, wasn't feeling my best. But after that, I'm shocked how easy it's been. I never understood how people naturally functioned without caffeine and I'm like doing it every single day and absolutely loving it. We think we can't until our body does it. And I cannot tell you the massive effects that like positive effects that I have felt since I've given up caffeine. When I add it back in, even when I get that Starbucks half decaf latte, it's like instant. My heart starts beating. I can feel the stress and the anxiety kicking in. Like that's how sensitive my body is to it. And obviously I'm in a position where I, I'm working on managing stress and anxiety in general and better, healthier ways. It's something I've really, really put a shift and a focus to this year because last year I wasn't myself. I truly didn't recognize the person that I was last year. Um, so I'm implementing a lot of different things in my life to be able to do that. I'm hoping eventually I'll be able to add caffeine back in. But for right now, I feel so calm, so clear-headed. I didn't feel clear-headed. I was—I almost felt like 
I had like ADD, like I was from one thing to the other. I couldn't relax. I couldn't chill out. Everything stressed me out. And I just felt very overwhelmed all the time. Overwhelmed is the best way to put it. And it's amazing what taking caffeine out has done for me. I feel clear headed. I'm sleeping at night. Last year, I was sleeping like four to five hours a night max, hardly sleeping at all because I couldn't get to sleep at night. Now I can get to sleep at night. I'm still not somebody that just like lays on the pillow and falls asleep right away. I wish I could be that person. It's not me. It usually takes me about 30 minutes, but I would be up till like one, two, three in the morning watching the clock, not being able to sleep on sleep medicine, taking melatonin, taking everything you could think of to try and get myself to sleep. And I had, I could eliminate all of that. It was the caffeine that was triggering the stress and anxiety in my body so bad that my cortisol levels wouldn't come down to even let me go to sleep, to let me go into a deep sleep. So I am not sitting here saying caffeine, like giving up caffeine is going to fix your problems by any means. But I'm saying if you are somebody that deals with high stress and high anxiety and you feel like it's getting worse and worse and worse and you also pair that with high caffeine consumption, I would highly recommend reconsidering that. Cutting down on the caffeine little by little, just noticing the difference in your body. If you want to take it out altogether, uh, honestly, I would never say I'm, I'm somebody that loves balance. I love to create balance with all things. I can't have balance with caffeine in my life right now because my body just doesn't function well with it. It causes and triggers anxiety and a stress response, and I just can't do it. So that doesn't mean, though, that I don't enjoy a latte still. I want to tell you what I do instead because for me, it was sort of that like warm feeling in the morning where like like that first sip of like your latte or your coffee that was so good. So I am hooked hooked on this stuff called mud water. And you've probably seen sponsored like ads for it on Instagram. I wish I was affiliated with them. I'm not at all affiliated with them. It's expensive. It's not expensive compared to Starbucks though. So I shouldn't even say that. It's because I'm like, this is like saving me some money. Um, I have a mud water latte and what it is, is it's like, it's a coffee alternative with all organic ingredients and it's like a seventh of the caffeine of coffee. So it's still a little bit of caffeine, but no jitters at all. Like no jitters, no crash. Um, and it's so good. It comes in a powdered form. And what I do is I sort of make this like protein latte in the morning. And that sounds very broy, but like, I don't mean it like bro-ish. I've just, it's, I found this is what I like. So I'll do like half um, a, an O, it's called own, O-W-Y-N, half a protein shake. And then I'll add a one cup of almond milk. So I got like a good base going. And then I add a tablespoon of this mud water and use one of those like electric blenders to blend it up. And it foams up perfect. It tastes so good. I'm used to it now, but I think it's pairing half almond milk and half of the protein shake because I use a chocolate protein shake. So it's sort of like this little, like has a little bit of hint of chocolate and the taste of the mud water. It's actually really, really good. I have learned, like I've come to like love this as my morning routine, almost more than coffee. So there are other options out there. A lot of people too can handle like, a matcha, make a matcha latte or they add collagen to it. Same thing. It's a powder. You have your almond milk, your base. If you want to add a sweetener or a stevia, get one of, 
I highly recommend getting like an electric blender or a milk frother because you want to be able to froth it up and make it more like an, like an actual latte to really enjoy it. But there are other options out there. It's not just coffee or nothing. There are other options that have less caffeine that won't give you the jitters, won't give you the anxiety, won't cause that stress response in your body to where you still feel like you can enjoy something in the morning. So I'm not sitting here saying that giving up caffeine is going to be the answer to all of your problems or all of your anxiety. It's not that by any means. I'm just sitting here telling my story from somebody who absolutely loved coffee, never thought I'd give it up. I'm shocked and amazed how much better I function without it, how much clearer my mind is, how much better I'm sleeping, and then also how much less anxiety I have every single day because I don't have something triggering it. So for um, people out there that caffeine doesn't affect you at all, like this probably isn't this probably isn't your episode for my high stress, high anxiety people that feel like maybe it's not getting better at all and they feel like something's triggering it every single day to where every month, every year it just gets worse and worse, you might want to consider cutting caffeine out. Obviously, we want other healthier ways to manage our anxiety, but it could be a cause of something that's triggering it every single day. And I'll never tell you what to do. Every person is different. Every individual is different. My experience is going to be different than yours. But if it is something that you want to think about doing, I suggest me personally, I'm always, I'm never an extreme person. I don't love the, hey, let me cut it out cold turkey and feel like shit for two weeks. But that's me personally. I like to sort of lean myself off of things, get comfortable with other things um, and find replacements. That's what works best for me. Um, But either way, I hope you like learned something from this episode. You had a takeaway. I highly suggest trying mud water. I know it sounds really gross. I don't know why they named their product mud water. Like it sounds so unappealing. It took me a long time to order it before because that was the name. So I don't say I drink a mud water latte because that's just like, ugh. I drink a non-caffeinated latte and I absolutely love it every single morning. And if you're listening to this episode, drinking a coffee, you know what? I can't hate on that. I just, I have so much respect for that and I understand your love for coffee. Um, But if you're someone that feels like it's affecting you, then I hope you had a couple takeaways from, from this episode and Yeah, I mean, you got to choose what's best for you and what's best for your body. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you like this podcast, leave me a review, and share it with any women in your life that you think need to hear it. If you don't already follow me, go over to Instagram, search Conditioned by Katie. Make sure you follow me. You're part of this community. If you're interested in working with me, look, I have so many different ways you can work with me from one-on-one coaching to small group to master classes that I host and everything in between. The best way you can find out what's going on in the Conditioned by Katie world is to either follow me on Instagram or sign up for my newsletter on my website. That's going to give you all the updated info and a lot of other fun things every single week. But look, I'm just so happy you're here. I'm happy you're part of this community. Keep showing up, keep growing with me, and keep being you.